Hello everyone and welcome to The Haunted Ride. I'm your host Melissa and thank you for joining me today. I hope you have your tea and your snacks. I hope you're having a good day. We are going to get into some spiritual slash ghost story stuff. Kind of ghost story? A little ghost story. <laughs> and um, yeah, so we're going to listen to a quick promo. And then we will get into the rest of the episode. So I'll see you guys in a couple of seconds. Hey guys, I'm Sarah. And I'm Stephanie. And we're the hosts of Dead Time Stories. Dead Time Stories, with a Z, is a weekly podcast where we tell you stories of ghosts, hauntings, mysteries, conspiracies, the supernatural, paranormal, the generally eerie, spooky, and all around weird. If you like scary stories, witty banter, and classy broads, we're your ghouls. Gals. Gals. Some of our stories include Eastern State Penitentiary. No. And where is it? Is it where is Does it, it sum up 12? No! <laughs> the Gettysburg Dime Museum. They were like, show starts at five, Mr. President. He was like, thank you, five. <laughs> no, 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 seven. He was like, thank you, five. <laughs> <laughs> Fort Mifflin. So the Americans burned down their own fort. They were like, oh, you, 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 want, this? you want this? Well, Come and get welcome it. to Philly. <laughs> <laughs> and more. New episodes are posted Thursdays at midnight on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and Stitcher. Listen and subscribe, rate and review today. All right, and we're back. So I hope you enjoyed the promo. So this is not actually, so I, I love what happens lately in my life where I will plan out what I really want to do for episodes. Like I'll say, oh, you know, I really want to do this topic or that topic. I'll research it and I will kind of collect all the research so that I can do my outline for the episode and I will do all this stuff and then things will just happen and kind of one of the, I don't want to say creepy or crazy, but it's sort of like that's the best terms I have to describe it like I guess maybe kind of one of the more special things about having this podcast is it gives me a way to express with you guys and share with you guys what's going on in my life but also how I got there versus or with with the spiritual aspects right so this week has been very eventful <laughs> really really eventful there's been a lot of changes, and actually, you know, after we go through everything that's going on, there's going to be some podcasts and website and stuff changes, and we'll get to that later, but this just seems to be a very, like, changing time for me, and a changing time for a lot of other people. So, and before I even get into it, I had looked at this website, and it was it, I was doing numerology, so I love numerology. It was one of the first things that I connected to when I sort of started on my spiritual journey uh, back when I was a teenager. And I was trying to figure out, like, what am I? Why am I this? All these curious questions that I have. Um, I knew that astrology was out there and I had a, more of a respect for astrology back then than, than I do now. I feel like everybody gets in there and they're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to give you a horoscope and you're going to fall in love. And it's not real advice. And I do think that astrology, if you come back and you really look at it and you really dive into it, I do think it can tell you a lot about yourself and about, you know, we're all spiritual beings. We all have the ability to be spiritual beings. I think we all have a deep connection to the universe. I think that sometimes we just take that connection. And we're like, eh, I don't really want to look at this right now. 
And so it does, for me, it does make sense that astrology would somewhat kind of explain little things in our lives. Now, I don't think it explains everything, just like I think personality tests don't explain everything. I, I don't think there's anything like that. We all have different circumstances that have occurred in our lives that cause us to be who and how we are. But I do think there's sometimes like that whole nature versus nurture discussion. I think that astrology can play a little bit of a role in the nature. So back then I was, you know, I, I did, I actually, I, I wanted to get a certificate in astrology so that I could learn how to, like, for real, I wanted to go to school. I wanted to pay someone to teach me how to do astrology and how to read it so that I could better understand myself and and what, if that plays a role in my life, which I do believe it does, but why? Like, why does this play a role in my life? What What do all of these things mean? I didn't do it. <laughs> But so then my next thing was numerology because I could find books on it and it was free and I could, I was a teenager. I didn't, it's not like I was rolling in dough. <laughs> when I was a teenager too, I was like, my favorite thing in the world to be was anonymous. So I didn't want anyone to know I existed, which was great. This was a whole thing. But to this day, I still love numerology. Actually, uh, one of the changes I'm kind of contemplating putting on the website is doing numerology readings for people if they're interested. To be honest, you can do them yourself, so I'm not really sure if that's like a smart idea to put on the website or if anyone would be interested in it, but if so, let me know. You know, just send me an email or talk to me on social media or whatever about it, then I'll put it on there, or I could just put it on there and y'all can pay for it if you want to or not. So in doing my numerology research and going through and looking at things, uh, one of the things you can do is kind of like a yearly, almost like it's almost like a yearly horoscope for yourself or a yearly tarot card reading. But this is like a year, like, like what is going to happen for you this year? Like what is, what's going to be super important for you? And one of those things is apparently there's like a phase, a certain amount of years that be, go into a phase for your life. And for me, this phase is all about changes. And it's not just changes as like physical or mental or personality. Like I've been going through a lot of changes. I talked a little bit about some of those changes in last week's episode about music changes. This has also been affecting podcasts. It's been affecting TV shows. It's been affecting like, like I just feel like I'm in this huge change area and I don't understand why. So it's really cool to see that as far as numerology goes, it was like, yeah, you're going to go through a shit ton of changes and that this is just that point of the year for you. And, and this is what this year is about for you. Um, and it also said that this was going to be like the first time, essentially, that I would be able to really dedicate and follow my dreams, which is mind blowing for me because uh, in the background scenes, this is actually something I've really been trying to do. So I was like, okay, cool. And then it also said something about changes in business. And I was like, oh, okay, I see where you're going. Like, this is really cool. So I, I don't know if that is, if that's why everything is changing this year for me or what, or what exactly is really going on. But I know everything is changing for me and I'm getting a lot of huge flags about this thing is changing. And that's what this episode is actually going to be about. So to begin with, this is going back quite a bit. Um, and I think, I think I may have somewhat mentioned it. I read tarot cards. It's one of my favorite things to do in my pastime. 
If you don't know anything about tarot cards, you can't ask yes or no questions. You can decide you want to, but you don't phrase it in a yes or no question. You phrase it in a, this is what I would like to do in my life, or today, or tomorrow, or in a week from now. Could you please let me know where I am in this process, what I need to overcome to achieve this outcome, and how probable is it for me to achieve this outcome? You never do yes or no questions. That's not what tarot cards are for. I don't think like anything. And you know what? I'm going to go ahead and lump. And I know some people who are really into this are going to be like, what? Um, I'm going to go ahead and lump astrology and numerology into tarot cards and divination practices. Reason being, I mean, at the end of the day, you're just using something to attempt to figure out what's going on in your life and where you are in the process and how you can affect your future. I feel like that's all like divination really means as a whole. So yeah, we're going to lump all those together. So my goal, one of my big, big goals this year was to be more spiritual. I really wanted to connect with that spiritual side of myself. I really wanted to open myself back up. Um, you know, you guys have been with me uh, as far as the podcast goes on this journey. And it's been amazing. It's been amazing. Sometimes it's been a little scary. Sometimes it's been a little like smart ass <laughs> and sarcastic. Um, but it's just been an incredible journey. So when I had done my nine card, my first nine card tarot spread uh, about my spiritual journey and this particular spread, you don't have to ask a question. You just have to go through and lay out the cards. So I've tried this twice and for some reason it's supposed to be a, where, where am I right now in my spiritual journey? Like, what's going on? What do I need to improve on? Things like that. For some reason, it, I don't get the where I am in my spiritual journey. Like, I, get, I, I will get that in there. And that will be, like, a very clear force. But it will also tell me things that are going on in my life right now that are affecting that journey. And whether they're affecting it positively or negatively. So, and sometimes it might be my career. So the first time I did the, the tarot card deck, I understood what, what it meant. One of the things it had told me um, was that I sort of needed to go back to the childlike innocence that I had and those times where I was really happy to fully embrace those moments. I, I didn't really understand what it meant by that, but then as I sat down and I thought about that, I understood what it was saying. And what it was saying was that like there's things that make me happy that I don't do anymore. And I need to I need to bring that back. I need to be able to nurture sort of the child within myself as I grow into this adult and then um it told me a, a bunch of different stuff so about I want to say maybe like a month or two later I did the same tarot card spread again and it was really interesting because the card that was in the ninth position which was my outcome card was uh the priestess which is like it is what it sounds like when you think like the priestess in like wicca you the priestess and like like a shaman or santeria like it's a high power high ranking high official card meaning that you are going to be in like a very high vibration of yourself and it's going to be beautiful so that was in my ninth position the first time i did this and the second time i did this it was in my third position now typically i don't look at cards that way because when you do spreads each card means something but when I did this particular spread, I kind of understood that, oh, it's almost like a clock and I'm getting, I'm getting closer to that priestess stage. 
But the stage that I was in right here and right now was actually the priest stage, which was teaching and guiding and things like that. So that's amazing. That's beautiful. So two cards that were completely spiritual out of this whole thing were the priest and the priestess, which was also strange because I'd never gotten the priest ever before. So it's like, oh, wow, like this is amazing. And then every other card that was on the spiritual deck was about my job. <laughs> every other card. Every single card was inverted. So that means that there's an obstacle there and you need to acknowledge that obstacle and um, figure out a way to deal with that obstacle. Turn it into a strength instead of something that's holding you back. Well, every single one was basically like your job is killing you and you need a new job. <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> Um, because I don't have my tarot card book anymore. So when I put down these cards, I, I feel something from them. And sometimes I can touch them and close my eyes and kind of get a sense and a feeling of what they mean and what the overall spread means for me. But if I really want to dive into like the general understanding meaning behind each card, I have to Google every single one. And I've actually started keeping a book now where I write those things down so that way I don't have to keep Googling it and it'll be my own like personal little book. So with every card, it was like, your job is holding you back. Your job is, your job is holding you back. Your job is killing you. You need to take a vacation. You need to start appreciating yourself. You need to spend more time with yourself and, and how you're doing. And I was like, holy shit. <laughs> like, I've mentioned it before, but I work in a very negative environment very negative. And um, the day right after this, and you know, messages from the universe, uh, one of the cards was like, I need to take a vacation. And I was planning on taking a vacation like two weeks. So I was like, well, no, like, I'll just wait. And I was like, no, 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 you need to do it now. Like, you need to not go in tomorrow. And I was like, I have to. Like, we have certain things that we do at certain times of the month. And so I was like, no, like, I have to come in. Like, I have to take care of this thing. I don't have the option really to be out. And long and behold, I hit the lowest point I've ever hit in my job that day. And it's also really funny because during the day I had done a tea leaf reading and I did the reading and I looked and I got a ram and the ram basically means like you have someone who's basically about to try to run you over and because of the position that it's in in the cup, you're doing really well with combating that but you need to stay away from this person because if you don't they will hit you they will knock you down you'll be able to get back up but it's it's gonna take some time and that is exactly what happened exactly i even asked myself i was like who the who was the person and i heard the name pop up in my head and i was like okay got it and that was that was exactly what happened like everything told me what i needed to know there was no question there's no more needed information, none of that. It, it just told me. So because of that, I was able to be a little bit more prepared, but that didn't really stop the emotional drainage I felt after the incident happened. And um, I came home and I had just reached this point where I had no more strength. I, I believed I had no more strength. None. I, I thought I was I thought I was done. I thought I I didn't understand how I was gonna be able to come in to work the next day. I uh I didn't understand how I was gonna be able to finish out the day. I I was so 
low. And as silly as it is, I just kept remembering the tea leaf reading. I kept remembering the ram and that I was at this point. Like I was there. I was good. I was fine. I was okay. Like everything was okay. So if you were there, you can get back to that. Like you can get back. This is just a step back. You now just have to focus and deal with yourself right now. And the next day, um, I cried six times. Now I cried on my way to work. I cried at work like four times. I came home and I cried and I cried again the next, uh, a couple hours later. And that is the most I've cried in a whole day. And, um, it was just because it was like, I can't do this anymore. It's not, it's not just because the cards gave me that notion. It's not because I saw this ram thing. I had known that things were heading down here, downhill since like February. Now this occurred in March, almost April, but I, I, I wasn't really sure what to do, where to go. What, what I, I wasn't really sure what my next move was. I had so many things going on that I didn't really see. I, I didn't really understand if I could actually really grow, if I could actually really like fix this and do what it was I needed to do to be more whole, to be able to combat all those cards that were saying you need a new job and you need to appreciate yourself and you need to be happy and you need to like worry about yourself and you need to fix these problems by leaving your job. I didn't understand how that was going to happen. So I did what every other person does. I started applying for jobs and I was applying before, but my point was I did not want to have, I, I didn't want this to be a hasty decision. I didn't want to be looking at this and say to myself, you have to say the first thing that comes your way or you need to apply to everything that's in your profession. Because when you're hasty, you make bad decisions. You have to think things through. And that doesn't mean like, you know, if you're someone who jumps in with both feet, that doesn't mean like you don't know what you're doing. But there has to be a moment where you sit back and you say, this is really for me. And if you are doing things out of, I guess maybe I used the wrong word. It's not hastiness, it's desperation. If you're doing something out of desperation, that's a dangerous ballpark to be in. So I was playing, I was looking and looking and looking. And then someone reached out. And I was like, okay, we did whatever we had to do. And then I didn't hear from them from a little bit. And it was really weird because, you know, job searching is one of the most degrading things you can do. <laughs> Not in, um, you know, we all need a job, but it's like, you have to, you have to learn how to accept rejection. You have to learn how to accept um, not being called back. You have to learn how to accept putting all these feelers out and maybe getting a couple, especially in the town that I live in, the state that I live in, the area of the United States that I live in. Um, we are extremely overpopulated. And it's very easy to find someone, typically speaking, to replace somebody else's job. And the pay isn't all that great, just, just to be honest. So you have to really, you know, you know what I mean? You got you to really hope strong. And my spirit guide kept asking me, what exactly do you want in your next job? What I understood was that in each position, I manifested that position. And I manifested it by saying, well, I would like this, 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 and this, and this in my next position. 
and I would get sort of a sense that I needed to do something or um, apply somewhere or move forward with this or move forward with that or just check in with this person or whatever and then all of a sudden I would get that. So when I first started this job, it had all the criteria that I asked for. But I started the job with another company. That's where I had the criteria. I never asked to manifest those things with the actual business company itself. So the universe gave me what I wanted. But I was not specific enough, which is what you have to deal with when you work with intention and manifestation and all those things. So what my spirit guide was asking me was, what do you want? What do you need? What is important to you in, in, in your next position? And, oh, I didn't want to answer her. <laughs> I didn't want to answer her because I, I had seen how bad this place was. And that essentially, like, I partially manifested that for myself because I wasn't specific enough. And I was like, I'm so done with this place. And I have all these horrible, like, negative emotions. And I'm trying to be positive. And I'm trying to, like, get through it. And I don't want to take that into, like, my new position. And, and it was just a huge confusing mess. It was a huge thing. But finally, she was just like, Melissa, what do you want? I realized now I have to answer her. Like, I actually for sure, really have to answer her. And so I didn't go through the whole, like, I mean, before I would sit there, like, I realized, like, I had to be so specific. It's the same thing, like, when you do, like, rituals or spells or whatever, you have to be specific in what you do. Like, you have to be when you're dealing with, like, those sort of energies of the universe and things like that and spirituality. And I just, I didn't do it. I was just like, you know what? I just don't want this. Like, I don't want that. Like, I want, like, here are the things that I want for myself. And if I can find those in a position, that's amazing. And then after that, maybe a week or two later is when I got the phone call. I said, okay. And then I didn't hear from him for, like, maybe two weeks. And it was really interesting because during those two weeks, I kept telling myself, like, hey, you know, remember to keep looking for a new job. And because I would only do it, like, once a week. I didn't want it to be overly stressful for me. But I didn't really look. Like, I would try to, but then. I would kind of get involved in something else and have to fix something else or do something else. And so I didn't really um, end up really doing it like I should have. So I sort of chastised myself and then I went back to doing it more religiously. And then I get an email that's like, hey, are you still interested in this? And so we talked or whatever. So I did, I did everything that I needed to do. I was nervous. I was super nervous when I was going through it, though. I'll be honest, I was. So then I get another phone call. And it's more stuff. I'm like, okay, cool, cool. And then I had a dream. And this also goes with what we were talking about last week. So I had a dream. And the dream didn't have anything really to do with a job. But it had to do with, as I woke up and I remembered the dream, I realized there were certain key points. It was almost like I had picked words, like hurricane, emergency, picked words. And then turned around and said, what in my mind paints a picture for these words? And that's what the dream had been about. So when I took that dream and I sort of brought it back and brought it back down to words, I realized it was about this job. And I was like, oh. Now, before I go further into that, the day before this was a ridiculous day. <laughs> It was so ridiculous. And I share this because I know some people don't believe in karma or fate and destiny, but I do believe that everything's in balance. 
and we have these bad times to help us further appreciate good times. And I also feel like if you're really, really hoping for something or really, really reaching for something and you have a bad, bad ass day, like a horrible day, something good is going to happen to you the next day. Or if you had a bad week, something good is going to happen to you the next week. Like I feel like what the universe gives us and provides for us is to help us balance out through our lifespan. So when I had the really bad day and then I had the stream, I was like, oh, okay, I know what's going to happen. And it did. But there was a contingency. And um, I was like, oh. And all the contingency was, was that it was a little, it was, I had asked for a certain salary and it was a little less than what I wanted. Not by, not honestly, not by much, but I was already tight on finances to begin with. I didn't want to make myself any tighter. And that was hard. Like, that was really, really hard. But I think maybe what was the most important thing was when I had heard the initial news, I felt so good. I felt like, I've discussed with you guys that I don't look at auras. I just know them automatically. Like, I can look at somebody and be like, oh, you're red today. You're orange. You're yellow. You're green. Oh, you're black. Oh, I don't know about you. <laughs> um, so I can go through and I can do those things. And I know my own aura. And I my aura works where I have different layers at different levels. Some are more internal. Some are more external. That where other people can see them. And I it was almost like I had something constricting me. And when I heard the news... It was like everything fell away. It was the most, I've only had that, that feeling um, a couple times in life. But sort of like the death feeling, um, you, you know it when you feel it, you know it. But then I'm sitting here and I'm like, well, fuck, <laughs> like my salary is going to be a little, a little bit less. Like, I don't know. Like, I just, I don't know. So my spirit guide was a little pissed off with me because she's like, you asked for this. It's not been given to you. Why are you essentially looking a gifted horse in the mouth? Why can't you just, you have to move forward. You cannot stay in this position. You have to go. Like you have to do this for yourself or you, you're killing yourself. You are killing yourself like you have to do this. And I'm like, I understand what you're saying. And I agree with you. And I know that you're right. And I know that this is good for me. I had that feeling. I had that feeling of like everything bad just melting away and going away. But I also have to look at the human aspects of this. Like I have to look at that. So the whole day I grappled with the whole thing. And then I sat down and I said to myself, I said, I said again to myself, I said, I'm going to take it. And I felt that feeling again. And I said, that's what I need. Like, I need this. And I talked to my husband, and, and he, was, he was totally for it. He was totally for it. He understood where I was coming from. But he was like, we can do this. Like, like honey, like, this is, like, this is just a, a mild change here. Or a mild change here. Like, we can do this. And your health and happiness is more important. Even my parents were on board with it, which never happens. So I just, I had to suck it up. And I had to say, like, do not worry about these things. Which is hard for me because normally I'm a warrior. <laughs> and I was like, okay, okay, you know what? Yeah, my health is more important right now. I'm not healthy. Um, I know that there's so many things that I want to do create, uh, creatively. And I have so many dreams and so many passions. 
and I can't follow them because I come home and I am exhausted. I'm tired. I have no energy. All the energy that I typically have around me is now spent guarding myself away from these people. And it's too much. Constantly. It's too much. So I called them the next day to tell them I was going to accept, accept the position. And um, I hadn't really heard from my spirit guide. Which was odd. Because normally she's always in my ear. And I said, Terry said, I know you're probably mad at me. And I'm sorry. He said, I appreciate you. And I appreciate your advice. And I appreciate your kindness. And like helping me get to this point. I was just really, really scared. Like, I was really scared. And I hope that you're around. You know, I hope that I can hear you. So I am in the car. And I start smelling smoke. It's just like, there's no, I don't see smoke. But I smell smoke. But it's not smoke, like, irritating. It reminded me of, and then I get this vision of a candle. Someone taking a lighter, holding it to a candle, and lighting that candle. And I realized what that meant was I now had my light back. I now had the pieces of me that I have been expending at this job just to try to make it through the day, to make it through the year, um, to deal with everything. And I said, okay. And I said, thank you. But I still smelled the smoke. And I said, is that you? And then it became so strong so overwhelmingly strong that it like tickled the back of my throat it still didn't make me feel bad it just like it was I, it was like it was in me like not in the car like in me and I said to her I said I understand the message now and I said um could she stop the smoke because there was a part of me that was like okay you're you're driving you know you're driving you could pass a forest fire we have them all the time down here in Florida it could be a truck, it could be a motorcycle, you know, that carbon smoke. And when I asked her to stop it, it went away. And I was like, okay, got it. So I thought that's all it was going to be, right? Like, I'm like, okay, well, this is the end of the whole thing. That's it. There's <laughs> not that much more that's going to happen or go on. And it was also really funny because I want to say like maybe last week, maybe last week, there was a monarch butterfly Apparently, I can't say those words together right now. Who flew into my patio. And for some reason, I've learned that totem animals for me enjoy flying into my patio basically just so I can see them and then they'll fly out. Or if I need to accept something and I haven't accepted it in time, they'll die in the patio. So that one is all about change and accepting change and things like that. And then this happens. And it was just a whole chain of events that was really, really, really interesting to me. And I was like, oh my God, like, everything is working and matching up and coming together and I'm getting all these messages in all these different ways, which means, Melissa, don't fucking ignore them. Because <laughs> they'll get mad at you, which is what happened with my spirit guide. So, you know, this weekend is Mother's Day weekend that this episode is being recorded on. She told me she'd be there, but then she was not there. Which sort of pissed me off, because I'm like, for real? You told me you'd be here all day. Where did you go? Like, I have an ice cream cake in the back of my car. Where the fuck are you not there? And then she's like, I'll be there in a minute. Which I know, my mother, that's not what a minute means. A minute means I'm lucky if I get her in an hour. Which I think it took her about an hour to get there. Turns out she was, like, literally, like, 15 minutes away from the house. I sit in there chit-chatting with my dad. And my mom comes in. And so she goes, hey, did you see this thing? And I was like, no. 
So she comes and she brings me into her room and um, she had redone some stuff and she goes, I got you something. And she, I'm like, what did you do? So she got me two pieces of jewelry. Now, I don't really wear a lot of jewelry. Like I like costume jewelry. I like crystals, like wearing crystals. I'm not like a huge, like wear gold, fancy diamond jewelry, it's just whatever. It's not all that important to me. I do appreciate the thought though that goes into it. Like that I appreciate a lot. And that gives the item more meaning to me than anything else, to be honest with you. But she had bought me a necklace and then she pulls out this bracelet. And of all things in the fucking world, it's a bee. Now, you're probably gonna be like, what the fuck? But she says to me, I know that you like bees. Which is funny, I do not like bees. <laughs> I don't like bees in the fact that I don't know if I'm allergic to a bee sting because I have not gotten stung by them. Yet bees love me. Like literally, like I've had a bee just land on my head and stay there. Like it, my head doesn't smell like flowers. I don't have like a, I don't have anything up there that like the bee can pollinate, but it was like chilling on my head and I'm like, for real? And I hear the buzzing so loud. That's what freaks me out. It's the buzzing. It's I hear it so loud, like they always like to be on my head. And I do not understand why. Or if I'm out in the yard, I will not even be planting flowers. There's nothing for you to pollinate anywhere near me. I get a bee. And I'm just like, what the fuck? <laughs> so, um, and that's also like Melissa, the the sort of like history behind the name is that was the nymph who raised Zeus on honey and ambrosia. And she did that by harvesting bees. So I don't know. Maybe the bees just know my name and think that I nurtured Zeus at some point. And so instantaneously, it smells like honey. I have no idea. But like, they just, they love me. But I've never been stung. And so I have no idea if I'm like allergic or something. And I'm like, oh God. No. <laughs> so that's like, that's my one like kind of concern. It's just like, well, I don't want to find out the hard way. So, but she puts this necklace on me and I realize. So my totem um, animals are bees, spiders, scorpions, and now butterflies. So it seems that whenever I need to remember something or embrace something, I see one of these creatures. And I realize what the bee means. And the bee is like, you need to embrace the fullness and sweetness of your life. And you haven't been able to do that in a really long time. And it's just all about like being focused and you are powerful and you're going through changes in your life and that's okay. And you need to just accept that and accept that these changes and things like that, like they're going to lead you to a more full, more healthy, more, I guess, honey-coated life. And so it just sort of made me laugh that my mother, who is not you know, it's not into spirituality, does not want to hear about ghost stories, has seen them, though, like we've shared in the episode about her being hexed and the episode about my mother, or I'm sorry, my grandmother trying to possess me in the car. Like, she's had more than enough stuff, and she doesn't have a problem telling people that I can see stuff. She has a problem believing it, <laughs> which is hilarious to me. So my mother, of all people in the world, it was just funny to receive this gift from her. And it felt, you know, I'm, I'm a bigger girl. So my wrists are really big, especially in summer. Like I swell up a little because I don't do well with heat. So it's really hilarious to me because the bracelet actually fit me, which is 
I have a hard time with bracelets. And it actually just fit me perfectly. And um, it just, I don't know, something about seeing it just hit me and I knew. Like, I, I understood something that I didn't understand before. So, that's all this episode is. It's just me rambling on about my life and some of the changes. I feel like this episode is a really good follow-up to last week's episode where I talked about, you know, all these things that you can do to, like, embrace the spiritual side of things and how to kind of open yourself up to those things. And this episode is, I think, is a really good follow-up. And I think that's why I had such a huge push and drive to share it with you guys is because it feels like the perfect follow-up to say, okay, well, here's what happens when you do listen to those things. Here's how your life changes. And that doesn't mean like, you know, in this job, then that's completely negative. No, I should have never had to go through that, ever. But I went through it to learn something really special about myself. And what I learned is that I am a warrior. Like, I will persevere as much as I can persevere. I will keep going and I will keep moving forward. And if I falter, I can get back up. And I don't think that I ever gave myself credit for that before. But I had to give myself credit for that here because I see everyone else around me. I see how they are and I see that they're not that way. They are not there. A lot of the people who work at this place psychologically are not okay anymore. They were when they came in. After being there for a really long time, they're not. And they'll be on they're very honest about it. They're very honest about what they need and why and what's going on. They know something's wrong. And so I um I just feel I just feel really happy that I've learned what I've learned from this place. And I feel really happy that I was able to listen to what the universe had to say to me. So things that I have to talk to you guys about the podcast. We are changing the website and the host again. Part of this is to try to deal with my job changes. So the website actually, it's up. I just haven't activated the switchover yet. So that's why currently if you go to thehauntedride.com, it goes to the original website. The new website it won't go to yet. But it's actually, it's really nice because it makes me feel like the podcast looks more professional. And that makes me really, really happy because I really enjoy this medium. When you run a podcast, you put a lot of yourself into it. And so one of the things that I always hated about the original website was I wasn't really sure where or how I could put myself into it. And so when I tried, it almost felt like someone who's trying a little bit too hard. But this feels very natural. And that makes me really happy. As far as the podcast host goes and those changes, you guys won't be affected by that. It's not going to be like it was last time. Last time, the changes happened because my entire podcast host went down. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, like I can't let this happen. And so that's that's what I ha- I was already contemplating the change, but I wasn't really sure. But that's what made me change was because I, I, couldn't, I couldn't do that to you guys. And so there was a lot of issues and a lot of ridiculousness and all the shit. But this will not affect you guys because um, I'm just going to make sure that's not what happens. But I want you guys to know that when you go to the website and there's going to be new stuff, you're going to be like, oh, okay, I, I see where this is coming from. Uh, one of those things is now we have an FAQ section. So if you have some questions and you're not really sure, you're new to the podcast, you can check that out. Uh, we have the same send us your story link and page format. Um, the store looks a lot nicer and cleaner and 
you know, I might add the numerology thing to that. So there's another change. Uh, the homepage looks. So, so the page, you know, when you put in the, the hunterred.com, the page that you come to, I mean, it looks pretty much the same. I think it just looks a little bit cleaner. And I think, I think everything is more responsive in this platform. Uh, what other changes do we have that's going on? Oh, uh, our Patreon is changing. So our Patreon, as of June 1st, uh, the prices are going to be changing. Currently, we have a $1 tier, a $5 tier, and a $10 tier. The $1 tier is like a shout out and a thank you. The $5 tier is like shout out, thank you. You get digital art, which I'm still working on. And um, that always takes a while. Uh, little things like that. And then the $10 tier is when you, where you get the bonus episode. Instead, we're only going to have the $2 tier, which will be the shout out and thank you. And you'll be able to get little deleted bits from episodes because I actually go through and I delete quite a bit of content. In last week's episode, I deleted quite a bit from it. Uh, and also, that episode, I'm so sorry to everybody who listened to that episode. Where I edit, I run this item called uh, Delete Silence, which I really shorten the silence so that way any pause sounds natural in speech. Because sometimes I pause for like a while to take a little bit of water or to talk to my dog or pet her or see, you know, what's going on. Or, you know, if you get interrupted. So. I want the pauses to seem natural, and so I use something called shortened silence. I had the program mark all of the shortened silence areas for me, and then I went through and, and I manually deleted them. Now, something kept yelling at me that something was wrong with it, but based on what it was saying, the scan function, it said that everything was fine. No, no, it deleted some of the words in the most random places. So I went through... And I, all, I actually already started fixing the episode, but you guys pretty much had already heard it um, by the time I even found out about it, which thank you to Alice for letting me know. But um, yeah, so I know I know it was at least listenable, but I hate that like we invested in like better equipment. Um, I've worked on editing more and made all these changes to really make this podcast look and sound and feel better. And then, like, I fuck it up with the audio. So, we're going to be fixing that. Um, but on Patreon, we'll have the $2 tier, which will be, you know, those deleted bits and thank yous and shout outs and stuff like that. And then our, what used to be the $10 tier is now going to go down to the $5 tier. So, all bonus episodes will be $5. Um, I sort of always felt like $10 was a little bit too much, but... I wasn't really sure. Patreon was a weird thing for me. It took me several hours to set up and I wasn't really sure if it was like okay or if I had anything to really offer you guys. And it was I was just really insecure about it from the get-go. And then as time went on, I felt better and I got more confident and felt more secure. And so I feel like this is just like the right place to take it. And I think that people will really like it too. Another change is so May 27th, which is Memorial Day, and June 3rd, we're going to take a break. So that means there's going to be two weeks where there will not be any new episodes. But what I am going to do is I'm going to repost some old episodes. This also includes like the episode of last week that was messed up. I'm going to redo the parts of the audio that were missing. So that way, if anyone wants to listen to it, they can hear the whole thing cleanly and easily without any problem. 
and it will say that it's a repost of whatever and it's just so that we're still active we're still gonna be here but that also helps me like be able to work through the, the changes on the patreon site and um, also be active on social media but I'm also changing that a little bit too uh, we are going to be pushing the Facebook group a little bit more. I I am not a huge Facebook person. I hate Facebook. I hate Facebook. But I know a lot of people love it. And I know a lot of people are over there. And um, I know that it's the easiest way to build a visible community around the podcast. So I kind of feel like I need to get over it. And... That also means that I need to post more. I need to be more active because right now it's really quiet over there, which is fine. Like that doesn't bother me at all. I don't want it to ever be overwhelming, but I also just want it to feel good. And I don't think it feels that way. It it doesn't feel like it's been fully worked on really or fully worked out or fully put together yet. So I want to fix that, make that a lot better. Uh, So just... For me to be able to have some time to make those changes, especially because I've been working on, I've been working on the website, like literally I did the math. I've been working on the website as much as I work at work. So I've worked over 40 hours on this website. So typically where I'd be able to make those changes, I just don't have the time. And so that's why we're going to take a break so that I can have the time to do that. And also uh, the last couple episodes I was really nervous about doing and how they were done and I don't, I don't like that because I'd gotten over that a while ago and I feel that, I feel like that means that I need a little bit of time to come back and just refresh and renew. And I think it also will be great too with the changes I just talked about in this episode that are happening in my life because I think that I'll be able to have more energy and um, sound better too just on the podcast. So yeah, I think that's all the changes that we have going on. You know, if you want to write a review about the podcast, uh, it's more important to me that you subscribe. You know, I know that some people don't like to really sit down and write a review. I get it. I don't write reviews all the time. And it does take some time if you write a review for every single podcast that you love. But um, if you can, that's amazing. Or if you don't mind rating us, that would be amazing too. Oh, that that's a huge part of one of the changes I completely forgot about. Now you're able to follow the podcast. <laughs> like you're able to follow on the podcast website. You don't just have to subscribe audio-wise. You can follow the actual website, which is going to be amazing. So anyone who is really interested in the blog and articles and the website itself and wants to see new new episodes and things like that a little bit faster... Uh, there's going to be a follow the blog link, which I'm really, really excited about because it's always annoyed me that that wasn't there. So there's that. But yeah, you know, rate, review, subscribe. If you have a paranormal story, send it in at thehauntedride at gmail.com or go to thehauntedride.com and click the send us your story link, which you can also send us feedback, thoughts, things like that. I know I have a couple emails to get to that I haven't been able to yet because I've been working on the website. But, um, yeah, just send in your stuff there if you want. You can follow us on Twitter at Haunted Ride, Facebook, Pinterest, and Instagram. I was like, I'm forgetting something. (laughs) On the Haunted Ride, we're available everywhere that you guys want to listen to us. Uh, Every single podcast player, we're literally everywhere. We're even on iHeartMedia now, which I guess is now advertising itself as, like, the number one place to listen to podcasts, which I didn't know. 
So I don't know. Maybe I should like give it a shot and see if like there's more podcasts on there than I realized because I'm always looking for more podcasts to listen to. And yeah, I think the only thing we have left is what did I learn this week? And the thing that I learned um, is from Your Own Magic. <laughs> it is the universe will give you what you ask for. So if you think that you don't deserve something, the universe is not going to give it to you. Because you are accepting the position that you're in. When you say, I don't deserve to be happy. I don't deserve to be able to do this thing. I don't deserve to be able to move forward. You're basically just accepting the position you're in. You're accepting to, that to you, you're not worth it. That's not true. That's not true. You are worth everything that you put your mind to. But at that moment, you're putting your mind to your worth. And you're saying that you're not worth it. So the universe is going to give it to you. The universe is just going to be like, okay, you let me know when you think you're ready and I'll give it to you. So don't short yourself. And that doesn't mean that like you are the cause of your low self-worth. No, that's not, that's not what I'm talking about. But like I had, I had horrible self-worth. I really did. And I'm sorry, that took me a second there because I realized I said had instead of have. And I was like, oh shit, like I really believe this. And that was amazing for me because I, I was, I was really bad. It was really bad for years. And I've got to say like, ever since I've sat down, I've been like, no, 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 no. I'm going to work my ass off for this thing and I'm going to fucking get it. It doesn't mean that I get it when I want it. It doesn't mean anything like that. That's not what it means. It means that I'm going to work towards this thing. I'm going to put my energy into this thing. I'm going to believe that I am capable of receiving this thing. And so the universe is going to go, you know what? I admire the fact that you're putting your energy into this. I'm going to help you out. I really truly believe that the universe in its core wants the best for all of us, but we are the ones who sit down and we're like, oh, you know what? No, 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 no. It's not worth it. Like, we're not worth it. And... I do think that life sometimes also makes us feel that way because we need to learn something. Like there, there is a lesson in every mishap and misfortune and there's a lesson in every success. So just don't short yourself, guys. You are, you are worth everything in this world. You're beautiful, wonderful people. And I really hope that you know that and trust that and believe in that. Okay. So um, with that, take care of yourselves. Love yourselves and love others. I hope you have a great day and a lovely night. And uh, as we always like to say, don't let the ghost get you. Bye.